This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. My name is Justin Nguyen. Uh, the best way to explain what I do is I share cheat codes uh, to college and I do that via LinkedIn. And that's been my main platform for content creation, really. Love that. So what is your favorite part about being a creative leader? I think my favorite part about being a creative leader is similar to how we started off this conversation before we recorded, of being able to interact with people that you've never met with in real life, as well as hearing the stories of how either you've inspired them or they've inspired you. I think that's probably the best thing that I've gotten out of being a creative. Love that. So I speak to a lot of creatives who will avoid the money side of business. They'll pretty much do anything to avoid it. Tell me your thoughts on that. Yeah, money's tough. Um, it's such an interesting topic, especially with creatives. I definitely shied away from it from the beginning, even though I made the leap to turn down a job offer that I had coming out of college. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go into this full time. And I was like, I'm going to be a LinkedIn consultant. But I didn't understand the money side of it, even though I was a finance major and I stayed away from it. And what that ended up doing was I ate through my internship savings very quickly. Uh, I think it's something that not a lot of people talk about, but I think it would benefit society as a whole, including creatives, if we talked about it a little bit more. I love that. That's definitely one of the things I hope to start with this podcast is having conversations with people about money that aren't just, you know, have made it or they are already successful. It's great talking to people who are still in the process sometimes that are willing to share information that, um, you know, is not always so great. Sometimes it is, but there's lessons for all of us in all of the stories. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that I really realized with money is when I started to actually track it, not necessarily every single thing that I spent, but just like writing down my credit card bill that mm. I paid off every single month, how much did I make that month? And then looking to see if I made money or if I actually lost money. Because a lot of times, especially from the creative world, right? If you're a freelancer or anything like that, you make a sale, but and it feels good that you made a sale, but in the long grand scheme of things of like all of your expenses, maybe you don't make a profit that month, even though in the back of your head, you feel like you made money. So just actually visualizing and seeing if you actually made money or didn't throughout that month really changes, I think, at least my perspective of money. I love that. That's a great tip. So who are the creatives that you admire or that have inspired you on your journey? Yeah, I think this is tough. This was a tougher question for me to answer because I didn't really have a creative upbringing. I didn't yeah. think of myself as being creative. The only place that I did think that I was creative was on the soccer field when I was growing up. Other than that, I was a pretty straightforward student. And the reason I'm saying student is the for all the listeners who don't know who I am, I just graduated college about a year ago, a year and a half ago. So that's why I, I talk a lot about my student journey. But in terms of people that inspired me to become who I am right now, on the creative world, Gary Vaynerchuk is one. I'm sure your audience is probably familiar with his stuff. He's been absolutely everywhere over the past few years. And then another one, again, stemming back to my soccer roots is Ronaldinho. Um, he 
he was one of the greatest players that I ever got to see. But what really set him apart was he always played well when he smiled. And that's sort of how I I treat my career right now too, is like, if I can't figure out a way to smile, whether it's I'm talking about education or I'm talking about LinkedIn, whatever it may be, then there's something wrong with that. So that's sort of the two main inspirations of Gary Vee working really hard and then Ronaldinho of working really hard, but finding a way to smile at the end of the day too. I love that. That's really beautiful. I finally reached a point where I'm delegating things that it's one of, they fall into that bucket of something I dread. I just think that there's anything that you dread, someone is out there that will actually enjoy doing it. And it's all about finding that person and having that uh, mind space freed up to focus on things that do make you smile actually creates more joy in your business. It's really interesting. Yeah, definitely. I think a big switch for freelancers and entrepreneurs, I think a a lot of people use those words and intertwine them, even though from my perspective, I don't necessarily think that they're the same thing. Um, It's something that Seth Godin says a lot, right? There's a difference between owning a business and being a freelancer. Being a freelancer, you're still sort of um, changing time for money right? Because you're at an hourly rate or it's a per project or whatever it may be. But when you start running your freelance as a business and you start bringing on people to help you with the creative stuff or whether they're writing or outreach, whatever it is, like you said, the things that you don't necessarily like to do. If you can make your freelance business run while you're not necessarily there, that's when you figured it out. And that's when you actually become an entrepreneur. And I think that's sort of a big misconception when it comes to the freelance world versus the entrepreneur world. I love that. That's a great point. So what is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creatives should know? I think as creatives, especially in the Instagrammable world that we live in today, we tend to try to think long-term, but that instant gratification of a like or seeing someone's posts getting more likes than you or whatever it is, kind of ruins the the longer term aspect of things Hmm. so the one quote that always reigns supreme to me is i don't necessarily know who said it but it's we always overestimate what we can do in one year and underestimate what we can do in 10. and i think if you can really understand what that's saying and always keep that in the back of your head you start to put a little less pressure on what you're doing tomorrow and a little bit more pressure on what you're doing five to ten years from now powerful powerful Thank you for that. (laughs) No problem. So now the most important question of the podcast, Kakaya Vasha Dubima Musica, or in English, what's your favorite music? Uh, My favorite music is like pop or hip hop. I'm really interested to see what the Drake, well, like what Drake is going to drop this year. Yeah. Um, So by the time this drops, maybe he's dropped an album, but his plan is to drop one this year. So I'm always interested to see what he's got under his sleeve. I love that. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you, Justin, for being on. What's the best way for the listeners to connect with you? Best places on LinkedIn. Um, It's LinkedIn slash IN slash uh, Justin GCGU, I believe. So just connect with me there, or you can look up my name, Justin, last name, Win N-G-U-Y-E-N, and you'll see an Asian guy with uh, a great photo. So we can go from there and I'd love to know if this podcast sent you my way. Awesome. And I'll include all of that in the show notes. Awesome. Perfect.
This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. Make sure to check out my blog at ragstorichesconsulting.com to get money insights you haven't heard before.